Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. Welcome, Epihose. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna lean into that. I think yeah. it's gonna be a thing we're gonna do now. So uh and uh Mandy, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the nineteen eighty seven Bigfoot classic. <laughs> yep. Harry and the Hendersons. Nice. Nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven. Big, I was four. Bigfoot classic. We were four. I automatically assume it's just it's a monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the Bigfoot big classic. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Bigfoot classic. <laughs> Bring the kitties. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a Bigfoot movie. Yes. Uh, it's 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 fun. I enjoy yeah. this movie a lot. It's John Lithgow classic. Yes. Uh, I enjoy him smiling. You don't see him smiling much. Yeah. He's he he plays a lot of. I mean, other than Third Rock from the Sun, yeah. when he plays just a complete imbecile. Just dumb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. For sure. Um, and uh, of course, we don't want to get too deep into this without letting everybody know, if you're listening and you've never seen Harry and the Hendersons, please take this moment to go find the film. It's streaming uh, currently on Netflix. Yes. So we know you all have Netflix or you can borrow it from your friend. So go find Harry and the Hendersons, watch it, and then come back and join us for the conversation. And, and you're, you're back. back. The greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. So great. Um, it's funny. Somebody mentioned to me that they now, it, over the course of us doing this, that you've now just committed to doing the greatest of all time thing with me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah. Well, it's funny because you say the greatest. No matter, no matter whether it's a good movie or not. It's yeah, just, but I, I think every movie's <laughs> yeah, good. true. And you hate everything. <laughs> so I love when you say the greatest of all time, even though you like you say it like you threw up in your mouth yes. a little bit at the you time. You have to commit. Just like uh, just like with comedy shows. Like every comedy show I ever do is going to be the greatest night of our lives. Yes. Uh, it is. Before we get, yeah, before we get to it. And then, of course, you know, afterward, if you ask me, it might have changed, but... Every comedy night is the greatest of all times. So I guess we should mention that too, uh, Mandy. You and I both do stand up comedy. We never yes. really talk about no, that part not of ourselves. Really. We Only plug at it at the end, end but who yeah. gives a shit? Uh, I, yeah, no one listens that long. Uh, <laughs> I've been <laughs> as soon as we uh, we start talking. They plugs, also fast forward through our breaks now because uh, it's the same yes, two commercials. I, I please, I'm begging <laughs> anyone who's listening to this that has something worth plugging, just make a 30 second audio clip. Send it over to me, and I will play it. I bet on a this lot of podcast. our epihos have things worth something. Plugging. Come on, like if you're, I don't know, you wrote a book, you've got a sweet Etsy store, you want people to check. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Doesn't even have to be real. Just make something up. There, right. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. Send it over, and we'll play it so people don't have to keep listening to Stu talk about how terrible his <laughs> yeah. podcast is. Like somehow that's a great pitch for people to go listen. But seriously though, go listen to It lowers the standards for anyone that decides to send us thirty seconds. That's true. Like it really can't be much I, worse. I asked him specific I was like, Do you want me to like sweeten this up a little bit? You want me to put some like <laughs> music bed behind it or some drum track or anything? And he's like, No, no, not at all. Just like dry. It's, it's Keep very it dry. Com- yeah, it's comforting. Hey everybody. <laughs> yes. He like added a southern drawl in there that he doesn't have. That's great. Um, uh, anyways, yeah, so go listen to Elemento podcast. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, we're done. All right. Um, no, we uh, we don't like to talk about these films by ourselves, Mandy, because we don't care what each other thinks. Clearly, based clearly on my uh, you know just saying every movie is the greatest of all time, no matter whether I believe it or not. <laughs> uh, we need someone with some real hard hitting facts or I guess feelings about the film. So we bring on someone else. Every time, and today we are very That's fortunate. That's a lot of pressure. He might have not have hard-hitting feelings. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Or facts. I feel. Like 
I didn't bring any of those. No good. You no. weren't supposed to. Good. That's I my didn't. job, but apparently I fucked that so, up. No, no notes. I see, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never taken any notes for anything comedic. Anything at all. Um, please welcome to the uh, Hastings studio. It's the big dining room studio here, all the way in beautiful Hastings, Michigan. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, I guess we're calling you Kalamazoo area comedian slash uh, soon to be podcaster. Definitely. Adam Summerfield is with us, everybody. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks hey. for coming. Thanks for having me. Pause for uh, applause. Adam has really beautiful hair, in case it's, anybody's wondering. It's very long. It's beautiful It's locks. luscious. It's sort of, it's got the whole uh, Harry and the Hendersons thing going on. Like, it's um No, he it's is, fitting. he has a nicely trimmed beard. I would like you to contact my husband after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him about. Give him some pointers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out. And uh, we always ask all of our guests, how long had it been since you saw the film before we made you watch it for the podcast? I'd say it's been about 29 years. Okay. Which <laughs> happens to be how old I am. Okay. I have never <laughs> seen this movie. Oh, my life. gosh. That's never crazy. Never seen Harry and the Hendersons. Once. You made it all the way through life. Are you Somehow. Glad? I mean, is it a disappointment now at this point? Were you hoping to go the whole span without seeing it? I might have been able to. Yeah, but uh, think you could have got away with that one. No regrets. No, re- oh, all right, I'll I take like it. that. Are it's you a very uh, wholesome movie? Yeah, <laughs> sure. It tries to be. A oh couple of, yeah, a couple of places. It tries a lot of things. <laughs> it's very fractal. It really as far did. As movies are concerned. I, I agree. Yeah. How how are you on uh, John Lithgow films? Are um, you a fan of the Lithgow? I remember him from Third Rock from the Sun. Okay. Since I saw his face, but other than that, I don't know uh, of anything else he's ever. I feel like I've seen him in so many things, but also I've yes. never seen him in anything. Somebody ever. else <laughs> asked me too because I was like, "This is the first time I've ever." had an attraction to John Lithgow and it was in the very <laughs> beginning when he had like the scruffiness because he hadn't shaved. Yep. And um, He was and, out in the woods. Well, yes. He was glamping essentially. And, yeah. How he, long were they camping for? I know, right? <laughs> Alright, before we get too much further, I am going to stop us real quick and just have you swap chairs because you yeah. unfortunately have the, the squeaky whistle chair oh right now. So I'm just going to swap you over to that well, one real gotta quick. Put, yeah, put some music on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. I'll, just play, I'll play Stu's ad right there again. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. Yeah, it was, sounds like a child it. crying. Yeah, it, or it sounds just like a terrible screen door swinging Ring. in like a scary movie. Yeah. Like something bad's about to happen in the background. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I know I thought he was like super good looking and I said that today and one of the girls I worked with, she's like, what else has he been in? And I was like, Footloose. Yeah. I know he was like, there's something on the wing, you yeah, know? During, yeah. yeah. And, and third rock from the sun, which are all super unattractive, you know, and he was, was he Lord Farquaad? Yes. Was that, he? That's what uh-huh. I said too. I said, I, I think of his voice and I think of Lord Farquaad. He has such a crazy distinctive voice too, which is weird. It's yes. a very Kelsey grammar type, mm-hmm. like distinctive sort of voice that just pops out when you hear it. I know uh, he's done a lot of theater. Like yes, he's he's sure. very into like Shakespeare and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. It's all like eighties crap mm-hmm. where he's just another pasty <laughs> white guy in the in the background that nobody cares about. But yeah, he's done a ton of things. But uh I'm a huge fan of this movie. Yeah. Uh, or How when was know, the last time you watched it? I guess I should say I was a huge fan of this movie <laughs> upon rewatch. Um the last time I watched this was within I don't know, within probably the last two years. Okay. Uh, we, My family got a projector uh, to have like outdoor family movie nights, like in the backyard. And that was the first movie that we picked to 
display on that projector. How fun. Just because I was like, God, I remember this movie. It's so, it's friendly enough it's to play yeah. outside in case yeah, our neighbors. Yeah, like Adam said, wholesome. Right. Our neighbors can swing over and want to know what the hell we're doing. Then yeah, they it's can not like there's a bunch of boobs on right. the screen or yeah. anything. That would have yeah. been, been cool. That would have made it a lot better. Sure. Yeah, like some, Sasquatch boobs? Yeah. Like sure. the female some, Sasquatch? There's got to be ladies out there. You know? <laughs> Does like, the female Sasquatch have boobs? I, I, can question. you milk me, fucker? I don't know. It lacks the opposing four thumbs to flush the toilet. The other uh, good thing about this movie is you don't really have to pay that close attention to it. You can pop in at any time and <laughs> it still gets the same point. Across. That's true because I one of my uh, gripes about this film, too long. It's way, yes. way, way too, too long. long. Way too long. The beginning and ending are okay. It's mm-hmm. that crazy middle section with like the Scooby-Doo chase that's yes. happening all yeah. through town. I just can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I actually watched this movie three times mm-hmm. through this course. It's Ooh. easy to fast forward and through I was a lot like, of parts. I just forgot. Like at the end of the first watch, I was like, I feel like I missed yeah. half of this movie just because I stopped caring yes. like halfway through. It was weird. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like this movie was made by like three different writing teams and production <laughs> team that were working simultaneously. And then they all just pooled their resources and like, all right, we got to cut something together here, guys. It's just for kids, though. And kids are idiots. So <laughs> who cares? Hot takes. <laughs> I I hadn't seen this movie in at least 20 years. Okay. And um, for me, it was... I mean, I I had so many parts where I like could not not smile. Sure. Like when he smiles at him for the first time from the stairs. Mm-hmm. And there were just so many parts that when I was a kid, actually, like I have a story for this. We watched this when I was very young, like okay. four, obviously, like right when it came out. Sure. And um, the second they hit him with the car, I started bawling <laughs> because I was so upset that they hit the animal with the car. And my sister who was four years older than me, was like, Jesus Christ, will she shut the fuck up? Sure. I literally cried through the whole movie because I felt like everyone, like That's I stopped crying. Cry. I stopped crying and then she <laughs> yells at him for eating the flower yes. and then I cried. And then, you know, it was just so emotional for me. And then I, I stopped crying and then he gets smacked in the face. And then I started crying again. She's like, tell her to shut up. I can't hear anything. Let's, uh, we can parlay that into our first clip okay. if you want. Yeah. We can get him eating Sarah's, cor- yeah. Sarah, right? Sarah. It, yeah, uh-huh. the corsage here. Mom, my corsage. <gasps> no. Margaret Langrick. She really didn't do anything after. Oh, it's really? eating Mm-mm. my 15th birthday corsage. The one I saved for over six whole months. Who does that? Is that a thing people did? And then he spits did? it out. Yeah. No. Well, it's old. It's six months old and frozen. For the rest of my life. Were you? And you <laughs> ate it. I'm going to press it in my yearbook next to my prom corsage. Right. how big, ugly, and smelly you are. You just can't go around eating other people's corsages. That was a bad thing you did. <laughs> The best. Calm down, Sarah. I Jesus. The thing that saved this movie, though. Oh, by the way, it, Adam, I didn't uh, brief you on this beforehand, but uh, feel free to talk jump over around. <laughs> Feel free to talk about the end of the movie if you want to. We don't need to go in order yeah. at all. Actually, then, talking over the clips is, is a good thing because we won't get sued. Sure. We're I feel like if we're doing commentary on it, it's probably better. Uh, and then uh, feel free to say fuck as many times as you want. Yeah. It's not, we're not going to you know, be upset about that yes, or anything. So. Absolutely. But I, just fuck, though. That's okay. That's no, that, not even. 
I think that didn't Garrett have like a, a cunt? Nine cunts yeah. or something? Yeah. He has a quota. Didn't on Garrett every... have nine cunts? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a quota um, every podcast. Like, he does. what I think saved this whole like over cheesiness, ridiculousness mm-hmm. is the, who, the facial expressions of Harry. The, the Bigfoot costume or whatever we're going to call yeah. it was kind of off putting at first. So, I at first I thought I was like, okay, so this is an animatronic face mask those are real human uh rick baker is Mm -hmm. the designer for all of the prosthetics in this film along with his team um he had done films previously like he was in uh he was involved with gremlins 2 i guess that would have been after the fact but he had done like gorillas in the mist a bunch of like ape films Uh and he wanted to be so super realistic um in fact they wanted him to like match in a suit and, and we not wanted, be able to tell the difference. We want it to be the same ape. We want to use, you know, A and B footage of what would be the same. And he's like, I can't do that. And they're like, no, you can't. Like, we need you to do that. That's why the head is so pointed Giant. and elongated, you know? A bunch of batteries. All of it. the batteries, the motors, <laughs> right. and everything else are controlled. It's controlled by three guys mm-hmm. simultaneously. Uh, two have the brow and one has the lips, I want to say. I feel like those two parties were a little bit behind each other because they were like, I thought it was perfect. I really loved his expressions and they said a lot of what they were able to capture that were like the most lifelike expressions was they would they would shoot the scene and then they would hold camera on Harry after they would cut and the guys monkeying with monkeying um, (laughs) with the um, animatronics would just fuck around. They would just like, you know, I'll go up and left, you go down and right and we'll just kind of see what happens. And they were able to capture a bunch of strange facial like features uh-huh. and just weird expressions right. and a, a bunch of those ended up in oh, the movie so good a though. bunch of them yes <laughs> they were so a lot of mugging in the yeah. film uh, I, yeah but he's so innocent do you have any children i don't i have a dog okay it's pretty cute i understand that that's actually comparable yeah. i mean you have nothing else to compare it to but yeah. so like the, to me like the innocence like sure. he has it's of a child basically but like and- so you were you were going further with the the suits. They were they were a bit off putting as far yeah, as yeah. I just I, I don't know. It, I know it was the late eighties. Mm-hmm. We hadn't really fully realized the the power of animatronics yet. But yeah, just it, the the movements seemed like they were a half second behind what they were trying to depict. So okay. all, all the all the close ups just kind of dragged on a little bit. And I was like, <laughs> what what is this? I do think they focused a lot on like we need to put this through with emotion because yeah. obviously right. you can't, he talk can't speak right. right until the end. Spoiler alert! Whoa, whoa, <laughs> weird! That right? was so stupid. <laughs> that was so stupid. Okay, yeah, there was a lot of stupid things in there. <laughs> like uh, all of a sudden, there's four more of these that are just oh my god, cheesing in the in the so woods. Stupid. Were they standing there that whole time, they, the whole movie, or what? I have, completely agree with you. There have to be more of them, guys. Uh, they have to but exist. That was a very stupid way I know, to show I, us. 100%. And then they, they had like, like a the, weird magic eye. And thing. Like, like the, wait, the what? last one, it looks like Rosie O'Donnell from Tarzan. Yeah. Just like running with the little like like fold over from the Grinch, yep. you know? Like, yeah, it was weird. so uh, freaking he stupid. He also did the uh, prosthetics for the Grinch. The movie. Grinch, yeah. yes. So, that makes sense. Probably just pulled it right off the shelf and painted spray, spray painted it brown. Call it good. That is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, were there, so, I mean, so storylines truncated. It's got yeah. some weird stuff going on. Normally, I'm a fan of like A story, B story, C. Like, I want right. to follow multiple things that are happening and kind of all sort of blend together at once at the end and kind of come up with a story. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. But there was yeah, just no, a ton of. It was that, oh, the movie's going to end. 
oh wait <laughs> yeah. there's more yep. and <laughs> a half hour more <laughs> <laughs> so what i think happened is this original concept was set to be a tv show like right. this was supposed well, to and be they a half did hour. do a tv show off of it right a spin-off. But, it, but like the whole concept was supposed to be a like a, a half hour yeah. series uh, which made more sense. Like I would have enjoyed watching how this family sort of deals with this dumb but lovable Bigfoot in their yes. house. But the guys who were writing it were like, "Wait a minute, this has more to it. Like, there's more depth. There's more of a story we can unload on on a movie." Uh, which I feel like they made a mistake. I think this yeah. would have been better served as a as a sitcom for sure. But. Do you think, Adam? Do you think that you, if you had watched it as a child? Would have and and you have to remember a child of the eight like you know a child when like when, when it, came it mattered out. Yeah. yeah yeah I probably would have thought more of it at that point I don't th- I think it would have held my attention enough at at when I was younger that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have because I re- a bunch of holes through <laughs> the plot no that's okay I mean we're not here to jack this movie off sure we, yeah uh, <laughs> that's the last thing we want is just to be like oh this movie's so great, so oh, great. I love it too everybody loves it when story. I was watching it I specifically remember most of the lines from. Um, Ernie, yeah, because, and I think because I related more to his character than sure. anything else. I am finding out now more after watching these movies with a more critical eye that the children uh-huh. in an '80s film are literally the, the best actress. Well, no, well, they're just there for jokes. Yeah, like they're all yeah. there for punchlines and totally. Jokes. They're not driving the story. No. Obviously, no one cares well, about their opinions. The I I think that him bringing the flowers to the daughter as cheesy as it is yep. because there's a lot of cheese in this For movie. Sure. Yep. But him bringing her the flowers, I remember that as a kid and thinking it was very touching. Okay. And her being like, you know, forgive me or whatever. Because I remember thinking this girl's a bitch. Yeah. You know, sure. like why doesn't she forget? And that's probably one of the reasons I cried. Like she's being so mean to him. You know. So I, I think that the, those particular story points where like the mom tends to the wound and again, he's fucking lived in the woods for what, like 60 years or <laughs> yeah, some whatever. shit. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Knuckle, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure a scraped knuckle doesn't require <laughs> like antiseptic. Yep. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. He would just like lick it clean and call it good. Exactly. And move on to the next thing. But yeah, are there any like redeeming qualities to this film that you think, Adam, you, you enjoyed mm. something like maybe a scene that you wanted to touch on maybe i have a clip of it is why i'm asking i just there was a couple there was a couple scenes i loved only because of how unbelievably unnecessary and nonsensical (laughs) they were like when he's looking across the highway like he's deciding that is a pointless scene there's nothing it was long too i know it was so long there was an establishing shot of this highway for like 30 (laughs) seconds and now something is gonna happen here nope no payoff (laughs) quick cuts too weird i'm gonna play devil's advocate (laughs) here he, well, he was he like looking at the mountains, mountains yeah, and he's like, I want to be there, but how the fuck am I going to cross this highway? You know, and sure. I think that it, it's maybe like a touch on like how humans have made things difficult in the environment. I don't well, know. I guess he was kind of behind deep. a cage sort of thing. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, he was like, I want to be there. These people took me out of my home. What's I'm weird here. To me, though, is that he didn't like he wanted to go to the mountains but he also like half the uh, you know ne- the next scene he wanted to go back like he wanted to be with the Hendersons um, he fucking couldn't get to the mountains I guess. he had no choice <laughs> he just hit a wall and was like well fuck it I guess back I, go <laughs> I live here now the lounge chair I just want to go back and sit and watch <laughs> Ronald Reagan yeah, we should have a couple TV. clips and then we'll yeah. talk about uh, Kevin Peter Hall well, who plays Harry we did speak about the mom cleaning Harry's 
wound i guess i nancy got, yeah played by melinda wound. dillon who's also the mom in um christmas story a christmas story i knew yeah. it was crazy because i knew i knew her yeah forever i'm like where the fuck do i know this woman from you can't mistake that sweet voice oh that gosh, never she, raises yeah. over like she plays a mom she has to play a mom <laughs> she's super mommed the shit out of this yes. movie too oh, everyone she talks to is honey or babe <laughs> or just and her voice is so calm yep and, and she it. like touches people on the shoulder as they pass but just like very much like loving and yeah supportive. if i was a bigfoot i wouldn't be able to eater i'd be like no okay no. your mom she, and she just like lysols the room or whatever sprays yeah. out some yeah i fucking hate lysol <laughs> i'd rather smell poop just so you know all right we're gonna hit a few in a row here let's let's go right back to the beginning here mom ernie's playing with that gun again ernie don't even touch that gun ernie's a sociopath a yeah. in this movie, by the way. it's a rifle girls i just thought that was so dumb no, you're like, completely right adam <laughs> At yeah. least in the beginning, he, he has is. some bloodlust in the first two scenes, and then well, he's, he's been raised pivots. that way, which is crazy. Okay, so that's another part of the, like they have multiple storylines going, right? So they have Harry uh, gets ripped away from his family and wants to get back to the woods. Then they've got uh, John Lithgow and his relationship with his children. He's sort of trying to balance between being whatever. Like, is he just like a freelance artist? Yeah, an illustrator. Well, he or wants something? to be, and but a, he's a clerk at a yes. at a gun store. But like he also talks about how that's what he wanted to do. He's like, don't fuck up my drawings. And, like, yeah. he's take he took his drawings with him into the woods, like to go <laughs> camping. He's like, watch the drawings. Don't fuck with the trout, and keep off of mom's flowers. <laughs> so he's got that story going on. You know, him and his kid, which is dumb because his dad was like. He was like, I wanted paints, but you gave me guns. And then she's like, yeah, that's the same thing you did with Ernie. Exactly. And it was like, oh, it's a, sort of this weird vicious cycle. We need to yeah, break. Yeah, but they don't like, we d- explain anything right. after that. The, the, the point of this <laughs> movie is no, like, oh, like, we must be redeeming that. We must, we're going to break that cycle and he's going to yeah. go buy him a set of paints or some <laughs> but shit. But Ernie <laughs> b- expresses nothing but exact Blood loss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Totally. Like, no, I completely agree with you 100%. I, the movie sets off with him like killing uh, a, a rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Time to eat it, right? Like, yeah, and he was just, I don't know, the way that kid was talking in the first couple <laughs> scenes, he was very violent. I bet the NRA hates this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do get that crazy-ass dude that's asking for guns. Oh, like, oh uh, yeah, Jacques? No. Uh, oh, I oh yes, the other guy. Hold on. Yeah, here it is. Got an M16. Anything that goes fully automatic. Fully automatic is illegal. This is like the day after a mass shooting at <laughs> any gun store. Want a gun right now? It'll have to be a rifle. Because they're afraid we're going to take them all away. So you got to get in there and get them up. Well, we've got some big guns. They can take them on my cold dead hands. Big big ammo. Who's next? Hey, look, pal. You just spotted that thing not three blocks from my house. Where do you live? I love it. He's for the gun. He's using him for info. It's like so, it's his intel. So he was gonna sell that guy a gun. He didn't even know where the guy lived yet. He's not doing his background checks properly. <laughs> uh, we need to yeah. take a look at that sporting goods store. Well, I mean, this was the eighties. They were basically handing them <laughs> yeah, out exactly. with free. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, for, oh, come Cuba some for free pants. with purchase. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gun. It came in your cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> you had to turn in three cereal tabs, yes. and you got a. Exactly. Kellogg's branded rifle. <laughs> Tony the Tiger <laughs> yeah. was on the bullets. <laughs> it was the imprint on the bullets. The ballistics that year were totally fucked. Uh, also, another point about that gun store, they had that one box of ammo that the guy came in and asked for. And uh, he was just like shooting those goddamn bullets off willy-nilly all like at the end. Yeah. I was like, $27 back in 1987 was a lot of fucking money. And I was like, dude, you have 20 bullets, man, and you're just racking them off. You're just like, I don't give a fuck. I, one of them will hit and we'll be good to go. And 
we don't know. I mean, he could have very thick skin. There's no telling what's going to bring this thing I down. I honestly too. have hardly any fun facts because most of them were about the guns. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> what like, guns were you? Even, even if our guest was like, oh, I want to talk about the guns. I'm going to yeah. be like. We had Louis Michael back like, in here. Yes. Yeah. No, they did a good job with the guns in this movie. That's, <laughs> that's actually one thing that bothers me a lot of times is is movie houses don't seem to know how to deal with firearms. Like, yeah, making sure that they're real. But th- those ones were or at yeah. least real enough looking. <laughs> sure. So that that was like the one redeeming quality. Yep. The guns, guns looked real. The guns were good. <laughs> they did a good job with the guns and the robot monkey face. It made me super nervous when Ernie had to pull the rifle out of the back seat yeah, and with cross his hand. it. He's like, be careful, it's loaded. Um, I was like, oh, okay, that makes it no. way worse. Okay, let's lead our children with fake fucking feet on their, yep. you know, while this maniac is shooting. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you know, let's bring the kids, not just the kids, let's bring the fucking dog with us. For sure. The dog like, was my favorite character. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I guess we should give some sort of a brief, in case you haven't seen this film, uh, they accidentally hit, uh, they're in the woods camping, this family, the Hendersons, and they accidentally hit what they assume is a bear. They go to check to see if it's dead. They think it's dead. They strap it to the roof. Falls off the roof. They uh, then they think it's dead again. Then they put it back in the car, go home, and it's not dead. So he's really bad at determining whether things yeah. are dead. Uh, <laughs> glad he's not a doctor. Or, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, this one's dead. Shove it down the chute or whatever." And turns out it's not. <laughs> Ring uh, the bell. <laughs> and then also there are these two like grizzly old like hunter uh, Bigfoot hunters that live nearby. That are, have been awfully convenient. Cha- yeah, like this whole story is so <laughs> contrived. It's just like, all right, we get it. One of which has uh, never given up hope that he'll find the Bigfoot, and the other has come to terms okay, with the fact. Okay, so you're talking about Jacques Lafleur, okay. and who is the hunter he's always wanted to hunt, and the other is uh, he's Doctor Wrightwood. Yep, and he has he has decided that he's been in a ton of movies too. Yeah. Oh, batteries not included. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I have so much. There's so much history he, with he that guy. In, was in cocoon also yes. was one of the guys yes yeah. and he yeah he's been doing actually he has been doing movies since 1935 his okay. first movie wow. was in 1935 it was dante's inferno I, he's dead now probably right i mean so dead r.i.p r.i.p <laughs> yeah actually um if we're speaking of r.i.p's kevin peter hall who played harry okay um how i i would like to ask and matt you might already know this yeah how, do you know how tall he was six seven Okay, Matt, do you know how I tall he I was? I think I saw your paper, so oh, I'll just you abstain from... Well, you showed oh, it to me. Oh, I showed me. it to yeah. you. Okay, um, I was going to play that game. Okay, so he was seven foot two. Wow, Jesus. And then with all of the shit on top of his head, <laughs> it made the it made him eight feet tall. It made Harry eight feet tall. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. How tall do you think J- uh, John Lithgow is? Hmm. I feel like that's a trick question, so I'm going to say 6'5". Six, 6'4". Six, well oh, done. Wow. Yeah. Nailed it. Got him. And considering he's that tall, and then Harry was always so towering. Yeah. And I do think it adds to the the scale of it, though. Like oh, for sure. You've got such sure. a huge guy, and compared to like the wife and children, and then on top of that, now Harry is so much bigger than him. Um, so. The thing about Kevin Peter Hall that like totally threw me, he's black. Okay. I like his eyes, you know, like I just picture like a white person because his eyes look blue. <laughs> okay. 
And so when I found out that it was a black guy, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. And he also played the Predator. Oh, okay. He was the, nice. the beast in yeah, It's Predator. crazy how often though like the character actor people like in the yeah. mask are are more but he's than incredible just, at it yeah and he actually played um harry from the the, the when they did the sitcom oh, okay until his death in 1991 r.i.p r.i.p yeah so were those his real eyes that was a point that was a thing i went back and forth and i was trying to figure out no okay no I think so. they, he had to have contacts in because his eyes i don't brown. think it was even his eyes yeah i mean like, were they like i think they plastic were like motor over, eyes okay, yeah. yeah that's what i thought uh, they look so real I know. though well, they were talking about this too again. Like, so they made those monkeys for like the gorillas in the mist shit and all those like old. Uh, and he was a bunch of horror films too. He did like prosthetics for horror films. Uh, one of the things that he like pioneered or changed was there's. When you say he, you uh, mean Rick Baker, okay. the guy who designed all this shit. Uh, he made a thing like a, a corneal bulge on the eyeballs, I guess. That makes them look more like a real. It's not just a. I've ball. been known like to make not, a corneal bulge. If you know what I mean, um, but it, like it makes it look more like a real eyeball instead of just like a circle, like a marble, you know. Right. Um, and the way that they it manipulates the lids, like the eyelids and shit too. So he was like a big pioneer in that stuff too. So that might have been also. So you just made it look that much more realistic and yeah. you know, things like that. But. So I have a question just on a more personal note. Did you guys, <laughs> do you guys believe in like, did you believe in monsters when you were a kid? Did you think these things were scary? I kind of want to. I don't know if I can believe in. What about when you were younger? Oh, when I was younger. Yeah. I was terrified of the dark and ghosts. Mm-hmm. And oh, are like you? Did, I was going to, yeah. yeah. I, I meant to, I was going to ask, first of all, do you believe in Bigfoot? Um, Sure. Like currently. Like, do I, you think Bigfoot currently exists today somewhere or some iteration of whether it's like a Yeti or a, you know, abominable snowman type sitch? More yes than no. OK. then that's that's what we can expect. I yeah. can't possibly commit to that <laughs> lifestyle. But I think for me, like I, I, I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot, but I definitely believe in stuff like under the ocean. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet. Sure. There's some, so, some crazy ass shit going on down there. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> if uh, I had a nickel for every time <laughs> I heard I that. Um, I mean, I, I do. I believe there at least was at one time, you know, some sort of in between. Like a missing phase link. That was, yeah, that we clearly haven't figured out yet. Uh, I think it could exist. I think there's plenty of places where one could hide and not mm-hmm. be seen at all, especially small. And maybe not in the U.S. Maybe yeah. more in like remote areas. Some sort of weird Himalayan yeah. nonsense or whatever. Uh, okay, so what about uh, aliens? Yes. Like, aliens exist, aliens have visited, aliens are here now. I think aliens probably exist. Okay. Whether or not it's it's not like movie aliens. That's sure. silly. Little okay. green, gray <laughs> things. That's, that's silly. There's got to be something, though. Okay. It can't just be some weird, chaotic accident. Do you think they've ever, they've ever been here at yeah, all? Yeah, that's, that's why we have cell phones, right? <laughs> right. I think that's why... We have all the technology that we have. <laughs> the aliens the came. They dropped off a microchip yeah. and we're like, yeah, we're learning this so shit. Like you guys are going to want these little screens in your pockets <laughs> every day of your we life. Pro- we promise. And yeah. that's actually how they take us over because we can become obsessed with it. <laughs> Everyone's looking <laughs> they, down. I'm playing fucking Farmville like every chance I get. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Mandy? Um, aliens? Aliens? Yes. I don't. I think it's narcissistic to think that to we're the believe, only sure. thing in the universe. Do you think they've been here? I don't. Okay. Um, I think that if they had been here, we there would be like there Cell would have something. I don't think they would have just. <laughs> I don't think they would have just visited and you know. I, well, maybe that's who, Maybe that's where Trump came from. I'm not sure. But some people say that that they have left shit behind. Things like 
traces of stuff like like, like the, Stonehenge yeah, or yeah. something unexplainable or like I those, mean, that weird shit that you can only see from like a mile in the sky yeah. that people have built somehow with like exact specifications that there's just no way yeah no no because the pyramids have yeah. were built by Egyptian aliens. slaves maybe <laughs> Adam's like aliens. <laughs> and those are like to like I mean to like the centimeter when it comes to sure. like the solar system. If, if you believe that's the case, then yeah. But I yeah. mean there are other people that no. are like, no, it's it couldn't have been the case. There's no way they could have done it. <laughs> Matt, do you think there's a Bigfoot? Yeah, probably. Some okay. some form of I do think, think there's some undiscovered the, shit. Do you think out it's there. the missing link between evolution of I mean it kinda had to be. If okay. you believe that it exists, it kinda has to be okay. the case. I mean Gotcha. Otherwise, there's no real point for it. You know so I mean? we we you sent out a poll. Sure. And uh, there, I did not answer the poll. By the there way, there are five days left on the poll. So as of right now, fifty eight percent of the people that have voted say that they think there's a Bigfoot. Sure. So, not kind of nice. not how I thought that would go. To it's be only thirty. No, it's thirty eight votes. Okay. I think we'll get quite a few more between sure. now and the end of the vote. We have or the poll. We have five days. And people seem to really like the polls, so yeah, that's, that's uh, super fun. We got like 80 votes for uh, Iceman yeah, and Maverick, or Maverick. and, and <laughs> yeah. Iceman ended up, or no, Maverick ended up pulling it out. Yeah, which end. is total bullshit, but yeah. whatever. That was, <laughs> that was a different episode. Sure. Maverick's Go back a douche. And oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so far, um, and it's, I mean, 42 to 58, that might be hard to pull. It yeah. might be hard to pull uh, the Bigfoot is a myth. Yeah, is a myth out of there, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh what else was there? Oh, ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be. I hope there's something. I don't want to just die just and then poof, be nothing. Die. Yeah. yeah. Just shut off. So it's not so much a I've seen it experienced. It's just a hope that you have that like I want there to be some other version of you. There may have been a few things when I was a little kid that I thought was weird that I experienced, but I also didn't sleep very well when I was young. So it okay. could have just been some weird fever dream. <laughs> Some, uh, what is that called well, when you're just staring at the wall and you can't move? Uh, uh, like oh, paralysis? Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. I've, I've, I've dealt with that before. Okay. That's terrifying. Yeah, I actually, and to this day, I specifically remember waking up on the day before Easter and waking up and walking out into my living Jesus. room and seeing... <laughs> he was there. God. <laughs> he came back. <laughs> and seeing the Easter bunny. Oh, okay. And I woke up the next day and I'm like, I saw the Easter bunny. I legit in my fucking head. <laughs> like, I saw the Easter Bunny. My parents like, mm, okay, okay, yeah, oh, <laughs> yay, yeah. No, I, I, I did. Like, I dreamt it, but it was so real <laughs> sure. to me, and like, I, I still remember what. So, it looked what like. you're saying is that was the ghost of the Easter Bunny? Then is that, <laughs> is that what you saw? No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, he said fever dream, and sure, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I had a dream or something where that. This, happened. this has nothing to do with that necessarily, but I remember uh, when I was a kid, we used to collect baseball cards. Mm-hmm. And my dad would make these plaques of uh, like baseball cards that they would go in and we could display them. And one year for Christmas, he had made this plaque to put like a Bo Jackson baseball card or football card, whatever. I don't know who that is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, He did both. He did both, I think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, which is bizarre because I have nothing to do with sports, especially (laughs) now. But I have equivalent of like a half of a of a hope chest at my brother's house filled with baseball cards that I like legit like collected. I would like look them up and see how much they were worth and like do you have um what did you call it Ahmed Ojibwe yes I do there's several <laughs> and, and what was Ahmed Ojibwe uh, it's my failed attempt at saying the name Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> when, I was, when I was a child when you were in sixth grade yeah I'm uh, pretty sure Ahmed Ojibwe we were in the yeah. same class <laughs> um but uh where was I going with this sorry I interrupted you were talking about 
pulp chest and nope. your brother had all that stuff. No, he woke me up in the middle of the night. My dad did to, for the next day to give us this Christmas present that was supposed to have come from Santa. And all of our like important cards were in this box that had a padlock on it. And my dad did not know the combination of this padlock. So he woke me up in the night. I was able to somehow come to tell him the combination, like the three number combination to a lock and then fall back asleep and then never requ- uh, recall having done that. Like, Are you sure it wasn't the Easter Bunny? Yeah, I think maybe it was. I think <laughs> I was in some sort of a trance or something. But years later, he told me, he's like, I, that's the only way I was able to get in. Because it added more whimsy for it to us. Because I was like, how did that card get out of the box? It was locked the whole time. Like, that there's no is way. incredible. And, but he like asked me to give him the combination. and then. Oh, yeah. I love that story. So it, was, it was a fun thing. So yeah, some weird shit happens when you're sleeping. That's basically what I was oh. getting at. But uh Okay, Mandy, any uh, redeeming qualities to this movie for you? Or I guess, I mean, what's your overall? You enjoyed the film then, is that Um, There were parts that I liked. I have still to this, like, once I rewatched it, Mm -hmm. I still fast-forwarded with the (laughs) 10-second through the part where he slaps him. Okay. I can't. Can't I can't do it. I cannot. That trope has become common in a lot of films when it's whatever whatever you're trying to get rid of can't understand you and doesn't understand the point of getting rid Mm -hmm. of it. No, they do that. They like they kick the dog and send it off. Or yeah, they, no, I so. cannot. No, I can't. Like I, I was like fuck this, and I watched it twice, and both times I just fast. I fast forwarded through that. <laughs> I fast forwarded through the shitty like inner city yep, stuff. Yep. And I and I fast forwarded through everything that had Jack Lafleur in it. Oh my god, I hate him so much. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> I love that guy. Yes. His character rules because he starts off his first scene. He's like a Bosnian hitman. He's so serious in his first scene. And then he lightens up. And if you close your eyes while you're watching the movie, he is Robin. A, a Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. He okay. sounds like a Robin Williams I thought Williams the same character. thing. He sounds just like one of the characters he pretends to be in Mrs. Doubtfire. And he's like, I, yep. I hope you're using Jungle Red because that's the only color I, I love. I had him. I was that close. And what? Gun jam. Or maybe a change of heart. These are the two guys, the hunters. What's the story this time? I don't know. I, I think he was hit by a car. Oh, it sounds just like Robin Williams. And so it sounds up. so awful. Yes, like, it's such a bad accent. <laughs> it really and is. And it's like that cadence so never stops. It's like, I think she was hit by a car. It was, it's like, <laughs> he's the just count. turned him into yeah, count. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is, though, if you give him a little more zing to it. I don't know what the hell I bother with you. I love that explanation. So in a lot of this stuff, they give you these little pointers that are like, that's how it could still exist, that the Bigfoot eat their dead, which isn't what actually appears to be the case. It appears that they just bury everything. Yeah. Which gives another reason why they've never been found. Like their remains aren't just readily I, available. I think that is the part that is redeeming to me is the gentle, like the gentleness sure. of him and... I I love it, and I am I am like whimsical. I am a sucker for the the soft sucker for that. I want a happy ending. I mean, I want all that happy shit. Like (laughs) I can't watch shows that nothing good happens. Like, and so the cheesiness was over the top. Did I ever make you watch the war? No, with Kevin Costner and Elijah Wood. No, I was going to like recommend that we do that that Uh movie for this podcast. But upon uh, rethinking that film, it is dreadfully sad. Yeah. Uh, I might have you just watch it for the sake of watching it, just to no. say that you did. There was a time in my life when I watched movies at the movie theater every single day. Sure. And if I didn't bawl my eyes out, I was not satisfied. Yeah. I 
I grew up, I got a degree, I have a kid, I work in the the social services area uh-huh. of life, and I deal with some pretty sad fucking shit all the time. I don't want to have anything sad mm-hmm. on TV. Like, I, I want, and there better be something uplifting, breaking bad, <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones. Like, I, the, the best part of the show should not be the person you hate the most dying. Dying, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Orange is the New Black. Yeah. It's just like, I, oh, why? Orange is the New why? Black. No, I tried to watch it, and, and my best friend Katie, like, she was like, it's so good, you're going to love it. And I was like, no, everything shitty happens <laughs> yes, to this person. Sure. I cannot handle that. I have to have something good. Adam, if you so the, obviously this isn't your uh, top choice sure. for for doing a podcast about this movie. Yeah, so thanks for coming on <laughs> what, anyway. What would you were were you given the reins on this and said you know you give us a movie that shaped your childhood? Do Definitely. you have a oh, movie? Yeah. Rocket Man. Okay, definitely. I I've love seen that, that movie. movie. Coming out of left field, man. Five hundred times, nice. and I can quote probably ninety percent of it. I watched a lot I of that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah, and so what? What about that then? Was like. I don't really know. I have no. Was it because, it was, because was that it movie be- sucks too. I mean, no. it's awful. Was but it like, because it was a period piece? Like you just liked it. the idea of being back in time a little bit? And Maybe I don't know. Uh, Harlan Williams. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's he's funny. I like him a lot. And I I don't know why it was actually my grandparents had like three VHS. Tapes. Yes. This is the, so. This is the one where, where Harlan Williams. Uh, and a monkey like go into space yes. together or something. Yep. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. Yeah. They had three movies, and the other one was some sort of bluegrass experience of some <laughs> music thing, and the other was uh, Last of the Mohicans. Oh, and then so Rocket Man. good. So was this like just a? Do a you best? like Last of the Mohicans? Uh, because you kind of look like Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, will like, you tell me? I will find you because that's like the best part. Sorry, am I getting a little? <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm get a little intense I'm a little, about I'm the peeking about Mohicans. Yeah. Peeking about Mohicans. Peeking. Oh, gross. Like a t-shirt. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we got merch coming out. <laughs> <laughs> peeking for Mohicans. God, that's the worst. Will it be a man burning at the stake? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you one scene from that film. Oh, Me neither. So, what do you think that was? Score just is incredible. Like okay, limited resources. Like you had. Oh, like definitely. It was the best of three VHS. For tapes. sure, it was. It was a circumstantial favorite movie, and I just happened to watch it a million times. Nice. But then I grew to love it, and now you're really into bluegrass or whatever. It was oh, the other, of course, so <laughs> much, so much that. And, and Native, yeah, Native American culture. <laughs> <laughs> the three things. It's the, <laughs> there are three pillars of of life. Or, Native American culture, uh, Harlan Williams films, and uh, bluegrass music. Great. It's made you the man you are today. Yep. Uh, we are getting pretty close to the time to take our okay. first break, so we're going to take right. a break real quick. And before we do, we play a little, I guess this is more of an activity that we uh, ask the... <laughs> It's not necessarily it's a game. game. You can't it's win. It's an activity. You can't really win other than you get our approval. I can win. Pretty I can much, win. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to win. Pretty much everyone gets our approval anyway <laughs> at this point. Um, so we play a little game here called Chop, Chop this, this synopsis. synopsis with our guest. And it's got a theme song, so it's the greatest of all time. Hey, this will come up later, but uh, theme song generously provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Chop this synopsis. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Really, really brings it home at the end there. Uh, so what we ask of you is, could you please take this film, Harry and the Hendersons, and chop the synopsis down to 10 words or less? You'll have the break to figure it out. Right. When we come back from the break, we'll ask you for the uh, 
for your 10 word synopsis. We want something that's easy to click on, easy for these millennials to read. No one wants to read a damn paragraph about John Lithgow and his adventures in the woods. (laughs) We need a 10 word easy synopsis for this film. And we'll get that from you when we come back uh, after the break. And we'll be right back after after these messages. Hey, everybody. This is Stu from the Elemental Podcast. If you like podcasts with interesting guests, engaging stories, or maybe passing on some knowledge to you, my podcast isn't for you then. We swear a whole lot. We talk about nonsense. We try to have a good time, though. So if you like that, give us a listen. The Elemental Podcast. Find it on SoundCloud, CastBox, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Every Monday and Thursday. Give us a listen. It, please. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be, be good. good. It's a weekly podcast where two comedians review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. We'll also talk about the hottest news in movies, like how badly is MoviePass doing? Oh, it's done? Perfect. You can find us on all your podcasting hosting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever. Is that a thing? Yeah, I use CastBox. Oh, that's great. Yeah. While we're on there. All right. Check us out on all these things. This better be good. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Grindr, Zanga, LiveJournal. Oh, that's a thing. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And and that that was good. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And we're back. All right. All right. Uh, Thank you, Bob Frederick. Thanks, Bob. And thanks. uh, Go listen to those things that we already talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. It's the same goddamn ads you heard every episode. Every time. (laughs) Just please send us something that we can. Just send me something that you want someone to hear that's 30 seconds long. I'll just throw it in. I don't even care what it is. What else? It doesn't have to be plugging anything. You could just want to say hi to the rest of the people listening. Oh my God, that'd be so amazing. What? Just, hey everybody. <laughs> my name's Brad. Yeah. Or just, just just someone from My not... wife's birthday is coming up. And <laughs> I'll I play it. Say... I don't give a shit. I will play it. I yeah. don't care at all. Oh my God, somebody please do this. Or just a rant about something you just need people to know about. I mean, there are, I guess I won't throw anything up that's like Racist. incredibly divisive. Yeah. yeah. So keep, Inflammatory. Keep that in mind, but. Or it, anybody that hates Trump. Yeah, just whatever you want to do. Yeah. I will for sure post that Throw shit. Throw it on. But, because um, we have listeners that specifically say how much they hate that I hate Trump. I want I hope that person still listens, though, in spite of all that. Yeah, just, I don't sure. think mo- those people have much other to do than to listen to things they hate. Just the to hate, monitor the <laughs> hate. fuels them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I love it, Matt. I'm always like, we should do this because we should do American Tale because it, it just reminds me of the immigrants. And yeah. and he's like, I'm not sure if this person has the same political views as you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we should give it to them. Well, I, my biggest fear is to invite a comedian on that I don't really know that well. Or <laughs> even if I do know that well, we just like it's not shit that comes up often. Right. Like I don't tell people about my political views like ever. And then uh, I don't expect people to really do that you know like it's not oh yeah so uh but i my biggest fear is to have someone come on and like i invite them into my kitchen and they come in wearing like a maga hat hat with a oh (laughs) no they would be marched directly out the fucking door so anyhow but feel free to listen if you're (laughs) yeah for sure tell your friends i guess all your white white friends yes (laughs) your white white friends all right they're Um, very white anyhow 
uh, we love everyone listening. Thank you so much. But we know, you know, what we want them to listen to uh, is chop this. The end of this segment called chop this synopsis. So, Adam, if you would, please. Uh, regale us all with your 10 word or less synopsis of Harry and the Hendersons, mm-hmm. which is weird because Harry and the Hendersons right there. You got to leave the title out, basically, because that's going to eat up a good portion oh, of your synopsis. Yeah. Right. Anyhow, go ahead. I'm going to go with people for the ethical treatment of Sasquatches. I like <laughs> it. There you go. They are 100 percent. And he was like, and he was like a big game hunter. And then he's like, I made a mistake. And then I, I think about people that like go out and shoot fucking giraffes and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, they need to watch Harry and the Hendersons. Well, uh, what's his just Papa like, John? Just like all the MAGA people had need to watch American Tale. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to live in America. All right. Um, <laughs> so I hold have, on. I, we were oh, just talking about this, so let me play real quick. Uh, this is uh, Barry and Grandma's Mink Stole here. Oh, yeah. Barry and Grandma's Mink Stole. Such a sweet mom voice. Don't you look at me like that. <laughs> so sweet. Don't you look at me like that. Why are you all looking at me like that? I didn't kill the poor little things. Grandma didn't kill them. Some ranchers raised them and killed them. And they only did that because they knew somebody would buy them. <laughs> <laughs> they... they Minks, they have ranches for that. Uh, yeah, no, they grow, they grow on ranch? farms. No, there has to be rancher. a ranch for damn near everything that someone <laughs> will buy. There's got to be mink cats, though. And how could there? No, like minks are like uh, minks are like cats. Well, they're not. Uh, they're, they're like ferrets. Yeah, they're like no, weird little ferret like animals. Weasels. Minks yeah. look like cats. Look I, them up. I disagree. They look like cats. They're definitely in the weasel family. Oh yeah. my god, I'm gonna look this up. While they're we're, they're yeah. for sure long, and you can wrap <laughs> them around your neck. Like they're not. They're they look like cats. It looks like Swiper. And what happens if Sw- somebody <laughs> Swiper no swiping? <laughs> and what happens if somebody makes a skull out of a cat and it's very stylish? I'd yeah. probably wear it. Sure. Yeah. There's no no stop it. <laughs> if, if someone will pay for it. Somebody has a ranch that that <laughs> makes it happen for sure. Okay, I was thinking of lynx. Yeah, well, either even those are I mean, those, those are, are cats. cats for sure. They have the pointy ears, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mink. Because I looked up a mink and it looks like a fucking weasel. Yeah, a mink, a mink stole. <laughs> well, like you could see him carrying them out. They're like super long and all wavy. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, I mean they're deflated. You know at that point. But. Yes. Okay. So I have a couple of fun facts. Okay. Um, the drawings that they have of Harry, mm-hmm. like when he's like looking at him, he's like, you know, yeah, his first draft of soft Harry. Yeah. Yes. Like his, like, and then, the, yeah, those were all conceptual drawings okay. from the original, like, like, like proposition of the movie. Sure. From Rick uh, Baker. Yes. Yeah. So he, the, the, I listened to him tell a, do an interview and he talked about that. In, oh, okay. In, in that so interview. that is not a fun fact for you. For, not for me, but for but others. For the the <laughs> listeners. Um, uh, okay. So this one. Best makeup and Academy Awards nice. that year. Okay. Yep. Um, Josh Rude. I loved the makeup and I like. Oh, I loved so Harry. good. Yeah, was, I thought it was. It was I thought great. he was incredible. Facial expressions. I thought his. Yes, it it made the whole movie because if he didn't have those facial expressions, you would not have felt the sensitivity that he had. Right. There were too many. I, I agree. There were too many like <laughs> mug yeah. mugging the camera and stuff like that. But. I loved his smiles, yeah. and and then when he's laughing like a actual human, I'm guessing yeah. you have a clip of this. Yeah, let me see if I got this somewhere. Hold when, on, get a weirdly human. Oh, laugh. It's so great! Yeah. <laughs> it makes me smile. I love it so much. Okay, sounds like Patrice. If I pitch the uh, if I pitch the treble up a little bit, it's pretty much a Mandy laugh when you when you really get into it. Bite my ass. <laughs> See? It's so, so 
<laughs> I told you. Maybe I'll tweak that a little bit and drop it in. <laughs> I told you. Got him. I'm not. That's the one. I'm, I'm not lying. I'm trying not to laugh in the microphone so they can't hear it. <laughs> I listening to this, pulling the clips for it. I'm like, this is Mandy's laugh for sure. Like it's the same cadence. I'm trying so hard not to laugh right now. You suck. Nice. Okay. Um. So Josh Rudoy, who plays Ernie. Okay. Is now a financial advisor in L.A. Aww. He didn't continue on anything, so yeah. It's like uh, Chunk from the Goonies. Yeah. He's like a lawyer. like mm-hmm. a Yeah, he's like a celebrity lawyer. Or yes. Something. Yeah. So let's talk about budget. Okay. All right. So how much do you guys think it costs to make this movie? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Let, uh, let me. You want a hint? Um, no. Okay. Not necessarily. We can just shoot from the... Fences here. Okay. Uh, Lithgow was a star at the time. Uh, that's pretty much their only like star in this film, other than that guy from Batteries Not Included. But I'm sure he was probably not making. I mean, huge, he was on his way out. Not so making he was huge like, bucks. Yeah, for sure. I just want to. I just want to pass this along to my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, uh, sure. Don Amici, by the way, is his name. I feel like we should oh, mention yeah, it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like that the big suits and everything. They probably had to make multiple versions of of Harry. That was probably all super expensive. Uh, it's going to be in, when was this? 87? Yep. 87. This was a, oh my God, just give me a fucking number. Calm down. Okay. You go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say 17.5 million. Okay. I'm going to say somewhere in the realm of like nine million. Okay. Matt, it was 10 million. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. We, so, we didn't all overbid. So that's, I did. That's exci- yeah. How much By do you think the mo- right. How much do you think the movie made? Like total, like universal gross in the universe. <laughs> universal gross. Were there other planets that, that possibly could have? Was my nickname in high school. <laughs> You're not universally <laughs> gross. Universal gross. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know. Um, I can tell you that it opened third behind Beverly Hills Cop oh, Two oh. and The Untouchables. Okay. Never saw The Untouchables. Oh, so good. With yeah. Kevin Costner, you I love him. I do. I love Kevin Costner. Big fan. Let's say this movie made $42 million. Okay. I'm going to go with $65 million. $50 million. Oh, wow. Damn. Right Blown in the middle it. there again. Yeah. <laughs> Blown it. Blown. No, you're you are right. totally not going to win this podcast, man, for <laughs> oh sure. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Just leave the house. <laughs> Had a good run. <laughs> what else we got? Anything over there on paper? Nope, that's right. pretty much it. Let's do uh, any again. Any any parts that stand out for either of you? Let me know because there might be a clip that's associated with it here. Um, I'm gonna play for now. I'm gonna play when George calls the cops on Harry. I think it's really fun. <laughs> oh, Sergeant super fun! Cassini. I love this part. My name is George Henderson. I've heard 437 Manning Drive. I want to report on <laughs> something in my house. What kind of something? I do. I love Some, when he, like big, I'll talk about a well, no, you later. Can, go ahead. I love when um, Irene, who uh-huh. is freaking awesome. I pulled clips of Irene and then hated her so much who's, that I just that? deleted that the, the neighbor. The neighbor. Yeah. See, this whole time I did not know that the Jersey Shore was in Seattle. Sure. She is a Long Island piece of trash. I hate her so much. I love when she comes over and he's downstairs and he he lifts he lifts up the floor mm-hmm. and John Lithgow is like ta- is like Exercises. pretending to exercise so he doesn't seem taller. Yep. Like that part literally made me laugh out loud. They did do a couple really standout like crazy pun jokes that were not utilized at all. Like they just didn't hit, but they did them anyway. Uh, one of them 
was during the teaching him how to sit scene. Uh huh. And the boy says that was outstanding uh-huh. after he did all the sitting, you know. And then there was another one earlier in the film when they were doing oh the bowling when when or Irene comes over and was like they tried to get us to go bowling and she said I spared you uh-huh. you don't have to go I bowling. heard that too and I'm like they're she doing laughs this kind of on like purpose. I spared you yeah right but they're doing these dumb pun jokes uh-huh. on purpose and it's so weird because they were not it like, wasn't common received enough. yeah it wasn't like throughout so it wasn't like a common theme throughout uh-huh. but it just like those few they peppered in that they some writer was like this is gold man this is gold <laughs> gonna get me a raise Some, for this somebody like jared hibbs who loves puns <laughs> yeah. he's in the writer's room going how about we say spare can we say spare is there a way to work in split can we do anything about split uh yeah oh look i just did the, <laughs> yeah, the did. hairy laugh all right my family's in terrible danger in danger uh mr henderson do you have someone in your house Speaking of Goonies, this guy reminds me of when Chunk calls yes, the cops. Yes, I thought the same thing. <laughs> and do you have the beginning of the scene right when the cop answers the phone? Because he goes, downtown. I, like, I cut that out. <laughs> I try to cut out any unnecessary shit, which in this movie, there's a lot of oh, unnecessary yeah. shit. But uh, yeah, he just answers as downtown, down. police officer speaking. <laughs> like, what? You down, already showed a Seattle sign. Like, like we know what the setting Seattle, is. downtown Seattle, yeah. You can you, say the city. We, <laughs> Yeah, downtown Seattle, co- uh, police headquarters. This is cop speaking. <laughs> it's more exposition. We need to know more about the scene. A burglar, a prowler. No, no. Don't think I'm crazy, Sergeant, but... <laughs> it's Bigfoot. Of I do like the yes, noises they, they, that he makes. Yeah. I like that he purrs when he's happy. Mm-hmm. When he's petting the dog. Mm-hmm. Or just in general, yeah. when he's... Mm-hmm. Hey! It makes him seem less intrusive look I hit a Bigfoot with my car I, I thought it was dead so he's eating the fish. I, I was going to call in the morning but he must have been that's hungry because I found it in the he kitchen doesn't care about right. yes. we evacuate your neighbors and third we sent a whole yeah whatever we get it he calls the cops on himself and then he's all like nope it's not me you never uh, in fact I'm not even George Henderson you must have the wrong number yeah you called me right the guy the cop's like oh yeah no yeah. sorry sorry, no sorry waste time sir like, and if that happened now there would be like nine cops that yeah, would be right. just at your door to be like right uh, here someone called and we have to right that happened to me the other night I accidentally called nine one one whoops I pocket dialed nine or I did it on my watch she, the guy on the phone the guy the dispatch guy was like uh, do you have a smartwatch? Because there's an option on a smartwatch. If you push the the big button like mm-hmm. four times in a row, it just automatically dials nine. It's like a. Like <laughs> Were a, you jerking off? No, I was just in my car. It's got a heartbeat sensor. I thought you were being raped. <laughs> I was driving, and I, I think it probably happened while I was trying to like get my seatbelt like out of out of the door or whatever. Um, when I when I like bend my wrist, I, like I'll touch the buttons sometimes. So I think I did it during that, and the guy was like, "They need to make a watch for a full figured girl." <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving. Um, they so the guy was like, "Yeah, you probably dialed it with your watch, like no big deal." And I was like, "Okay, sorry, I'm like not in trouble at all." And it was like 11:30 at night right, uh-huh. that this happened, and he's like, "Well, chances are there's gonna be somebody like, at your house." I was like, "I'm in my car, I'm not even at my house," and he's like, "Uh, he's." 
because I was pu- and I pulled into the driveway during yeah. our conversation. I was like, I'm here now. And he's like, all right, well, we'll probably send someone over. So a lady cop showed up at like midnight. And I was uh-huh. like, fuck, I have to w- stay awake yeah, until they come for someone. because I know they're going to be here and I have no idea when they're going to get here. So like a half hour later, she showed up. And she's like, everything OK in there? Uh, and- a half an hour later, you yeah. would have been fucking dead. I know. Like, there's a Bigfoot here. Yeah. <laughs> I died, bitch. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so. Do we want to talk about ages? Sure. Yeah. Let's play the theme song. For how, how, how old, old are, are you? you? I guess we don't really have a we name. We have a theme song, we don't have a name. Here it is. How old are you? Greatest of so all time. Bad. So bad. I like this though. It's too long. Could have ended there. Could have. Or there. Should have ended there. <laughs> <laughs> Will you still need me? And Will you still feed me when I'm 64? All right. Nailed it. Time to play How Old Are How You? How old are you? All right. Who we got on the docket today? Um, We have a few. Okay. Um, How old do you think that John Lithgow was? At the hmm. time that this was filmed. I'm going to say 42. I'm going to say he was 39. 42. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. He's redeeming himself. Spot on. <laughs> Got him. How old Got do you think um, Nancy, who is played by Melinda Dillon, she's the wife. Yep. She's How old do you mom. think she was? Nan. Referred to as Nan. Nan. Several mm-hmm. times. She could be anywhere between 35 and 50. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wide swath. I'm going to go more specific. <laughs> she's mom She's mom age. Yeah. yeah. So you're not allowed. You're just out of respect. You can't, <laughs> you can't give a number. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say she was 40, 40. She was 48. Oh, wow. Older. Okay. Yeah. yeah, on the older scale. She did look older, but She you know. did, yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, Sarah, Margaret Langrick. The daughter? The she daughter. Said, which was not in many other things No, at all. she didn't yeah. really do a whole lot after that. She actually is still involved in film, but it's uh, behind the scenes. Okay. She went the route of uh, Gabby Hoffman from... Uh, What's that movie with the girls that we did with Christina Ricci? Oh, now and then. Yeah. Yeah. She does like director shit now. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of uh, child actors end up that route. They end up going behind the camera. Yeah. She probably stuff. got raped and then she was like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Cool. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> she had a little Me Too moment yeah. and she was like, yeah, I'm done acting. Uh, I guess I'll need to put the trigger warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. All right. How old do you think that girl is? Did I say? No. no I didn't. I'm going to say... 18 so that I don't feel weird about myself <laughs> here in go. like two minutes. Yeah. Did you think that she was cute? A little bit. Yeah. And her I hair, thought, so the permed hair. I, li- I thought she was cute. I mean, based on what you had to offer in this movie, she's definitely top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. It was either Irene or mom or her. I really, <laughs> yeah, there's not, I mean, I mentioned John Lithgow being semi good looking. Sure. But, but yeah. that was really it. There wasn't a whole lot of people to judge. Not in this so much. One. This yeah. was very story driven. It wasn't a beautiful movie, really. <laughs> I mean, Harry was pretty hot. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say she was probably what she was supposed to be, which I think is like 16. Yep, she was 16. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh, Adam. I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it happened in like 1989. So okay, well, right. it was probably... Or 87. That kind of stuff would fly back then. It was a different time. 87. <laughs> right. um, how old do you think Ernie was, the Ernest, kid? yeah. 11. I'm going to say he was 9. Oh, he was eleven. Oh, nailed you're it again. actually really good at two this. out of three or yeah. four. Um, how you, old? You you covered mom. You just that wide oh, yeah, swath. I mean, you know, it was in there. <laughs> it was in there. Still counts. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, how old do you think? And I don't know if I put it on here, and I planned on, and I didn't. <laughs> you have you can ask us a question and not know well, the answer. Well, one of the fun facts was that the guy that played the dad, mm-hmm. and I think it. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, the guy that played the dad in the store. Yes. Are you gonna save me right here I while have I look up a, the cast? I have a com- Yeah, hold on. Uh, where's I feel it like this guy needs a cigar in his mouth in every scene that he's in. <laughs> he was very. Hold on, we're gonna get there. Uh, nope, I don't. <laughs> I had That's a okay. clip of him, but then I had to get rid of it. Um, how old do you think M Emmett or yeah M Emmett Walsh was? What else he has played, he been in? He, he's been in a ton of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's very much. Uh, um, he was, but he played the dad in this. But it, it's kind of fun because you don't he's know. He's the same age as the mom. I don't know, like forty-eight probably. <laughs> I'll say fifty-five. He was only fifty-two, okay. and and John Lithgow was forty-two. Yeah, so he was only like oh, he had a kid. He was ten. ten. He yeah, was he only did. ten years old. Life, he had the he had yes. John Lithgow in his pipe early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, how old do you think that? Um, Damn it! I did have a clip. I just labeled it weird. <laughs> yeah, go how for it. How about you draw a big, full-size Bigfoot? That's him. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in the window we'll, right next well, to the Because everybody knows what size Bigfoots are. You, you make them totally real real. big, you know, real scary. You, you know you know like they're supposed to be, George. You know, hands out, you know, big claws, big fangs, a lot of drool. drool. <laughs> let's, let's put up a map of the area and we'll mark on it all the spots where people this say they This guy's it, man. Like, that's a totally, we'll be, that's a great oh my gosh. strategy. He has been in so many things, it's too hard to even, like, <laughs> yeah. mention them. Um, what else we got? Anybody? All right, yeah. Uh, no, Kevin Peter Hall, who plays Harry. How old do you think the, he was? The man within the suit? Yeah. Or the suit itself? Because I would say the suit's probably about 18 months old. Although <laughs> <laughs> Design and development before yeah, they the movie. Did, it was all hand-stitched uh, uh, fur, too. Like, all of those wow. strands of hair that were all done. so crazy. They, like, weave them into a spandex suit, and then they put that over top of the, like... I wonder how much of the budget was that. <laughs> yeah, just that guy. <laughs> it was pretty impressive for 1987, as, as much as I was, was kind of just meh about this movie. That was... <laughs> Another dumb fact that no one will care about, uh, the guy... Rick Baker uh, has the same pair of scissors that he's always had for like his entirety of making weird uh, props for movies and he trims all of the hair himself like on he has other like team members that will help him put shit together but then he always gets the last like run through yeah and he uses this pair of like magic scissors that he's had since he was a kid and he he's cut everything he's been quoted to say that this is his favorite character yeah it it Seems like it should be. He had free run to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And it was <laughs> like everything else had to be very specific. And he did a bunch of shit for Men in Black. Uh, mm-hmm. So like the three Men in Black films. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw him in a picture next to like one of the, the worm aliens. guys. Yeah. Or whatever. And uh, he said when it came to those movies, the like current films, you have to give them like 2000 designs. Like you just lay out everything in front of these guys and they're like, all right, we want something between these two, something between those two and like try six of these. And then he has to go back and then design all of these things based on it. He's like before it used to be like, we know you're good at this. Please just make do it. a scary yeah. monster and and do it. We trust you that you'll make this scary monster. Ugh, but he's sucks. like, now there's like. 75 people involved yeah. in the process of like figuring that's out because budgets shit. went from 10 million dollars to <laughs> yeah, 100 million dollars yeah. yeah sure you get will smith involved in <laughs> <laughs> um okay so how old do you think that kevin peter hall was when he was playing 
Harry. And he died shortly thereafter, right? But he's like, I feel like really super tall people are just yeah. doomed to die. They're broken. They're <laughs> die early. Chromosome their, or hearts, their hearts <laughs> can't pump blood <laughs> through all that shit. Uh-huh. I don't know. At the time of this film, it was probably pretty stressful on the guy. He was probably pretty young. I would say he's got to be in his like upper 20s. So I'm going to say like 28. Okay. 36. 32. Hey. And right in the middle. Split the difference. Okay. Right. Last one. How old do you think Don Amici, who played Dr. Wrightwood? 70. Okay. I'll say 77. 79. Oh, my wow. goodness. Was yeah, this his last he film? was so old. No. <laughs> uh, he died in 1993. Okay. So he, he hung in there until 85. Yeah. I started spending all the time I could spare searching for the beast. Then I spent time I couldn't spare. That's how I lost my job and my friends. So sad. This is one of my well, favorite I didn't scenes. tell it so you could cry in your sprouts or whatever they are. Whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling it so that your He does seem like a person who just eats meat constantly. I appreciate like he's what a you're bacon saying, guy. Dr. Yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning it's of this scene, they're like, oh, yeah, we buried our, our prime rib roast out yeah. in the yard. Yeah. He's like, oh, that seems it's legit. Sh- no, well, no, no, well, no does, further up question there. He does live in the mountains and call them, like, refer to them as flatlanders. He doesn't really know what happens. Bigfoot can come live with us. We'll accept the responsibility. I love his reaction, though. imagine... What it's a Bigfoot would do to your home? <laughs> what a Bigfoot would do to your yeah, well, home? I can. They're like, yeah, so we can. He destroyed everything. He'd probably break the archway between our living room and dining room. What he would do, like a God, jerk. Sakes, you Add a speed listen. bump to our, the top of our car. No it just makes it go faster. Yeah, to, a top of every there car. It's more the aerodynamic. They had that same, there even in the big no cargo van thing. the same fiberglass bump. Bulge. Oh, this is great. And it might be hard because it's not visual. Right. Well, you do get his this was a very visual, cartoonish movie. reaction, though. Yahoo! Doctor Wrightwood, and the music swells. I cut out so much music yeah. swell. <laughs> Come on, get to it. You, you have no idea how much music swell I had to like. This is all you can't really tell because I'm the greatest of all time. But I, uh, <laughs> I trimmed, I trimmed out so much fucking just just orchestral and it would go in like waves i could watch the the wavelength on the screen as uh-huh. i was recording it and i'd be like all right well i can get rid of this dip and wave on this but it was just so much and again this whole movie could have been half the length that it was i like it yeah! oh it's so adorable he Calm looks down. down at his feet and then the yeah. floorboards move yes I I don't know were I him I I wouldn't believe it either I'd just be like that uh, is a man in a giant suit us, yeah yeah because like, like you'd you'd have to believe because he's given up on the whole idea uh-huh. the whole time but I mean he kind of thinks there's something with this you know with the guy that's why he comes to their house so maybe he's all set to believe I don't know <laughs> uh, all right what else we got going on what are we kicking around here uh well we want to do the we could do final what's, game what's that sound I do have a couple more yeah let's do a clip of Palooza uh, let's do my last, uh, my clip of Palooza. <laughs> Sorry about right, that. Uh, here is the biker making up the story of what happened to oh. him. I love it. <laughs> this is such a weird scene. Huge, gigantic, a monster, like an ape with rabies, only bigger than a regular ape with rabies. Now just calm <laughs> down and tell me what happened. Because he's okay. aware of what I'm a okay. regular ape with rabies. Saying ape with rabies was real tough for me just then. I nearly said a, a rape with ABs, and I was like, <laughs> I had to stop my brain from skipping just then. 
when out of nowhere, this humongous hairy thing is standing right in front of me, growling with these enormous fangs and these giant hands. And he grabs me, and he picks me up, biking all over his head, and then he smashes me down on the cement. Now, Luckily, I brought a cast with me somehow that I'm wearing in this interview. <laughs> Taped it up, for sure. It's for good measure. Grab my mace. What? Mace, you idiot! Oh, what? I didn't really mace him. I was about to be eaten. Eaten by I'm a so glad you're back, Mandy. I have to pee so much. <laughs> I have no doubt I that am you back. saw him. Yeah. But what really I am back. When you saw him, you were so scared right. shitless that you crashed your precious 10 feet into the stop sign, bumped your head on the curb, and probably scared him half to death oh, in the John process. John was so amazing. I'm right, aren't I? That's what really happened. Now this it? turns into an interrogation, which is Definitely. weird. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Like, this is how I feel about like every person happened? that yeah. ever wants to get on TV. <laughs> like all the George Hent. George, George, George what? George Hent. George Hent. 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 Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 Matt just I, left us with this crazy audio. <laughs> yeah. Like this is how I feel about like every TV interview. Oh, there was a tornado. Let's interview like the most trashy white trash person that was in the no. the trailer park at the time. The guy was definitely right out of the early 90s or late 80s. His, his, atti- his biking attire was very <laughs> Well, it was 87. He should have yeah. gotten into like, he yeah. Was, he was from the future, actually, in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> he was a time traveler. That was a different movie that we did called Black, Back, Black, Black to the Future, Back to the Future. Um, yeah, no. So... You don't. He was like, "Oh, I." Do you think that people would react that way? Do you think that they would be like, "Oh, I want to get in on this media coverage"? Yeah, probably. People are whores. (laughs) People are the worst in general. I wanted to ask you, Adam, have you ever been on TV? Like, were you ever Um, interviewed by like the street? Yeah. I have horrible stage fright, and I don't like the <laughs> so sound naturally, of my own voice. Naturally, naturally I mean, be comedian, a, be a comedian, comedian, obviously. Right. There was one time I was uh, on a vacation in Detroit, scenic Detroit. Oh, fancy. I mean, we, only the best. We were staying in an embassy suites because it had a pool. Now, Mandy, uh, that's sometimes referred to as Motor City. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I have had multiple people ask me, like, what were you thinking? Nice. And I have said, when I asked, where you was it? You just more info. Where was it? Oh, it's in Detroit. Okay, I meant like more specifically. Oh, it's just a thing that's going to happen yes, for, forever. Bite my ass. But yeah. we end, we ended up at Hockey Town Cafe, which okay. is a sports thing. Yeah, thing. sure. Yep. And uh, they I've were doing it they were to it. it was playoffs or whatever hockey thing was going the, on. The big game. So yeah, is, yeah, yep. They were all rooting for the home team. <laughs> and uh, so there was a news crew there, That'd and they're like, "Oh, the Red Wings." Here's some kids. Uh, this 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 single mom has a couple of small children with her. Let's uh, let's have them cheese for the camera a little bit and say some things about some sports. We can put it on the news. I was like, oh, okay. And see, like, I don't Wait, know. how old were you? I was probably seven. 27. Seven. Oh, yeah, it was two years ago. This, this just happened. That's why I quit comedy is this news thing. He was the original I Love Turtles kid. Just no, it was, no, it was worse than that. This never made air, I'm sure of it. Uh, so they, they pull me aside and they're like, okay, little guy, like, let's just have you. You scamp. <laughs> Let's just have you say a couple of lines here. Let's you know talk about the home team, and you're excited to go to the game. And I was just so, just everybody at the bar was looking at me, and I'm like, I, I'm, <laughs> what, how did I get myself into this? And I couldn't like say, you know, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, and and uh, they had me say a few things, and it was just. I, I, it was like a they like, like fed a, you lines. Yeah, oh, definitely. Neat. Say say win really excitedly <laughs> and talk about the Red Wings and they're great. 
Um, but it, no, it was like a it was like a beheading video, like right before I was like, <laughs> like so terrorist yeah, video? I was just like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took the bag off your head. And yeah, <laughs> and yep, and then yeah, it was it was bad news. I, you, I could even tell, like I was looking at the camera guys, and they're like, oh Jesus, this kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is it's a, a waste. I mean, of let's humor time. him. Let's, um, let's humor him. Let's they not. chose poorly. Oh, basically, it was it was bad. Mandy, have you ever been a person on the street? Ever been a kid on TV? Have you no. ever shown up on like a Anything at all? Uh, no, no, no. I've been like walking behind because I, with the line of work sure, that I have, yeah. there's some news coverage sometimes, yeah. and I'll I'll like run because be I have to go, I have to go to the bathroom, sure. and I'll like run past the news cameras. But no, I I remember your brother. Yes, my brother was on Channel Three Clubhouse. I don't know yes. if I ever mentioned that uh, on the podcast. No, but, but I saw the video. Yeah. It is fucking fantastic. I st- I think I'm the sole owner of. I think I actually dubbed it to DVD and gave it to. We had a VHS tape of my. Uh, brother who was on in Kalamazoo area uh, we we grew up in parchment initially and then kind of moved out from there but we uh, were in parchment at the time and he was going to like it was either kindergarten or first grade and they had channel three clubhouse in Kalamazoo where they would invite a school like a a classroom of, of school children to come in and watch this like episode being taped of the channel three clubhouse for tv and they would bring on a speaker and they would tell a story and all the kids would get to participate in weird ways <laughs> and my brother who is now like a burly like hunter giant man was four <laughs> years old at the time and uh he they, they go to him they ask him a question which i still believe is the funniest question like they ask him what kind of book uh, books he enjoys like what kind of books he reads and at the time he just would kept like mugging at the camera and like sticking they're like how old are you and he just held up fingers and he kept putting his thumbs in his mouth and it was the great, uh, it was the greatest of all time. So we play that on occasion whenever. Wasn't you know, it the purple crayon? Yeah, it was Harold and the purple Harold crayon. The purple was the crayon. lady doing her thing, and he, uh, he just was like rambled incoherently. Again, this was very and didn't much. Didn't he stare at the girl next to him? He looked her up and down. And she was wearing purple, and he's the lady was like, she's wearing purple from her head to her toe. And he looks over, and he just gives her like an up and down look, like, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but he was all, he's like, I. They're like, what kind of books do you like? And he's like, I know, I know something. Um, let me see. Um, I, I, I wasta f- like just weird like noises were coming out of him because he just didn't know what the hell to do. And uh, the woman is like trying to wrap it up. She's like, all right, we got to move on to this next kid. So she's like, uh, what do you like? Like, uh, like three, three little pigs or like uh, Dr. Seuss or whatever. And he's like, no, I, I know something. Um, let me see. And then he just kept this circle of like this <laughs> random just like shit was pouring out of his mouth. Like, yeah. And she's just like, come on, man. We got like, we got like nine more kids to hit before we're done with this thing. And then I'll just, out of the blue, he's just like, my mom and then dad reads me a farm story. And then he's got like super confident about it. He's like, nailed it. You know, as like a four year old kid, he's like, mic drop, I'm done. Yeah. Puts his digitized shades on (laughs) pixelated blunt comes through killed it that's right and then uh nyan cat or whatever (laughs) goes across the street it's the greatest of all time um and i i remember the book like it was just shaped like a barn like the book that he was Uh referring to was one of those cardboard books shaped like a barn i was like i know that book um (laughs) but yeah no i've never been on tv or anything so no you know fingers crossed to see what happens i was on uh, i was in a student film once that got played in a movie theater yeah i got to see myself on a big screen over at novi which was pretty sweet but other than that you know fingers crossed here's hoping <laughs> gotta have those uh credits for that comedy <laughs> shit everyone's talking about we have I, if a, i was on the news i would count that as a credit <laughs> by the way. we have a uh, one more game we do let's kick it off with the old theme song i think it's time we stop children what's that sound do you hear what i hear what's that sound do you hear 
sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this game is called What's, What's that, that sound? sound? And of course, we play a sound from the movie. And it is up to you, Adam or Mandy, uh, to tell us what's happening uh, while this sound is being played. So, Adam, you're going to get first swing at it. If you can't get it, then it's going to go to Mandy. If you both can't get it, then it goes out to the audience and someone will have to message us or email in or whatever and, and tell us what the answer is. So, uh, again, you don't really win anything uh, during this, but there are three clips that I'm going to play for you. So, God, I mean, if you feel you know good about it, I just feel like it's all going to be shit breaking. It's just all going to be. <laughs> all right. Gags. So, yeah, it's it's Harry. But what time? Like, which time did he make that dumb noise? <laughs> all right. So all right, you're going to get first crack at all it. Right. Let's see if I can come up with which one I want to do first. OK, let's do this one first. It's just just some weird noise. Yep. Okay, but there's a little bit of stuff going on in the background, so I'm gonna crank it up a little bit more, and we'll play it again. I feel like I heard the dog bark. Okay. I'm gonna say that was when the floor was raising up, and he was doing his little dance when the the Jersey Shore lady was there. Yeah. That is exactly when that. Yeah, was. Absolutely. Good job. That is crazy, but yeah, that that's is exactly awesome. The that weird the claymation floor that they had. <laughs> so I tell awesome. It was CGI I thought it. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love the scene parts. when he was doing the little lunge uh-huh. thing, and he, his eye line never moved. Never moved. Like his legs <laughs> yeah. kept going up and down, but he he's stayed. Like, Exercise. He's got a lot of core strength. <laughs> you know, so. If he's known for anything, it's really his core <laughs> strength is the thing. All right, so that was that first one. Nice job. You nailed it. Going to say that one was. Pr- I thought that was going to be a toughie for you. So uh, this next one was going to be the softball, the, the easy one. So let's see if it is still. I'm going to blow this one. Okay. <laughs> yep. Hold on. Oh, I know. Hmm. There's a bunch of stuff going on. A lot of things in the background happening. Try to peel it apart and listen to what's going on in the background. Hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just keep Playing doing it over it. and over again. <laughs> yeah, nothing on that one. Nothing? Okay. Uh, it's when she's blowing on his hand. It is, yeah. She's blowing on his wound after she yeah. applies the iodine or whatever. And he, yeah. I love that he just hits the table. Uh-huh. And the look on his he's just like, ah, and he's like doing that. Uh-huh. Like, like he does, yeah. Every, like, like every little kid, yeah, you know, he's like table, a child. Trying to stop from Absolutely. making too much noise. Love it. All right, this next one is going to be what I assume would have been the, the toughest one of the bunch. So here we go. It's a long one. There's some crazy nonsense happening. So here we go again. Sounds like somebody's finishing a big gulp or something. This isn't this is from one of the deleted scenes. Very dramatic, yeah. Throwing me a (laughs) curveball. When he was in town going through everything. He got into that dumpster and found an old big gulp that he just finished (laughs) up. I stumped him. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. All right. Well, it's on Netflix. So you guys, you epihoes out there, go out and find it. Yeah. And let me know what it sounds like this one last time, just for just for the audience, real clean. All right. If you think you know what that is, send us a message. You can email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and send us a message that way. But otherwise, you know, it was pretty good. It was uh, what two out of three for yeah. you guys. You teamwork. You got it. Yeah, covered. you got it. Good nice job, job for both of you. All right, uh, let's hit another clip here. 
Oh, this one I like. This I might be long, but we'll see what happens here. Everybody asks, has anybody ever seen one? Well, let me ask you. You being a flatlander, a flat a city fella, <laughs> you've seen hundreds, thousands of pigeons, right? Oh, this of course. is great. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> All the time. Well, neither have I. <laughs> like a hunch, they exist. I love it. <laughs> I love that logic too. It's like well, you know that they are. And we've had we've had that discussion yeah. with guests before. Like, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Well, if I've learned anything from the internet, pigeons are government spy drones. <laughs> sure. So I don't think babies need to exist when we're now, talking pigeons. Are they like bio? I think they got to be metal? some sort of a, I, amalgamation of machinery and, and biology, a critter of sorts. <laughs> Maybe like a lynx or a mink. I guess epahos. If you've ever seen a baby pigeon. Let us know. There's going to be a barrage of just uh, Derek and uh, and Jared and Jared sending us pictures of a baby pigeons. Well, yeah. Pigeons eat their babies. It's true. <laughs> they bury, yeah. And they bury their dads. <laughs> but like, yeah. Have you ever seen Do you guys a remember baby? the good feathers? Did you ever watch uh, yes. Pinky and the, or yeah. I mean, uh, the Animaniacs? Animaniacs. Yes. So great. <laughs> Little gangsters. Yep. All right. Here's another. Uh, this is one of my favorite lines in the movie. Okay. We don't know if it's male or female. Definitely male. How can you tell? Oh, don't answer that. <laughs> Love it. Well, and then he gets <laughs> like he she's does naturally looking immediately. He, he gets kicked in the nuts. Yeah. at one point. Yeah, but that's way later. I like how they're assuming this Bigfoot's gender. That's awfully well. Yeah. He stinks. It was and he has no oh, boobs. Wait, wait, what? So just because he stinks, that means he's a man? I think he uses they/them pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he doesn't have breasts, <laughs> and we we talked about that. I other, have ni- I've got nipper, nipple stalker. <laughs> could you could you milk me? I don't know. Are are do we have more clip? Are are do we have more clips, or are we going to uh, move on to plugs? I didn't want to play this before I played uh, our little game. There, this is the full clip of him okay. of her cleaning his wound, which I thought was fun. Are we sure we don't have anything that doesn't sting? Don't I wish? <sighs> yeah, this is going to hurt a little. Okay. What I do is just close my eyes real tight, like this. All right. Okay. I almost pulled that as the clip. <laughs> Ernie, <laughs> Ernie going. <laughs> Good. Good. Thanks, thanks, mom. I feel better already. Oh, grow up. Maybe we can. Mm-hmm. You don't know. All right. It's greatest of all time. Uh, I, guess, I don't know. What are we? Are we at final thoughts? Yeah, I think we're so. pretty well done with it. Uh, oh, hold on. I've got, I think we know the answer to are you going to watch this again? <laughs> I've got George George teaches Harry how to sit, and I also have. No, uh, George teaches Harry how to sit. It's just going to be a bunch of yeah. explosions. Well, he does do yeah. the like. Oh, hold on. I'll just play at the beginning of it because it's fun. Uh, here. George. The sugar cubes calories. scene and all that stuff. Never mind calories. About that. No, 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 no. I love that he describes what he plans the future to be. Think about this. Think about this just for a moment. Us. (laughs) Us. Life. Time. Magazines. Love it. Cover stories. I mean, greatest of all time. So he teaches them how to sit a bunch. That's another running gag through the movie too. They try a lot of that, um, where they can bring back the same joke over and over again, which is failed like they didn't do a great job of it there were a couple of occasions where they could have ran with that and it would have been a much better like i don't know it would have just held the scenes together i think a little bit better but uh i don't know i want i there aren't enough bad parts about this movie to make me not want to watch it again 
Uh, but if this were the first time I had seen it, I can guarantee you this would have been a movie I hated. I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this is the kind of movie that I could acknowledge if it was on at like a family function. For sure. Like the little kids. I'd be like, a, oh, that's a thing I've seen before. And look at that. It's ignorable. Enough. I don't objectively hate this or not. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. You're not going to like, yeah, knock the TV off the stand. No, I'm going to watch it once a week for the rest of my <laughs> life. going to rent it's it every time. Movie. Yeah, I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. Should have won Best Picture. I will definitely <laughs> keep it on a standby for just that. For like if it's like yeah. a bunch of kids running around and they just need something on. I could see this being, you it's know, the, worth playing. But. It's the closest thing you can get to a cartoon that's still a movie. <laughs> <laughs> with real people in it. It's <laughs> and it's not incredibly threatening at any point. There are a few no. scenes where it's a little bit scary, but I mean, other, unless you're, you know, child Mandy who just cries throughout the movie every time something dramatic happens. No, I was just sad they hit him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do have that, the, the, the saying goodbye part here. So we'll hit that too. Just to you know. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just see we don't want you anymore. I'm not. I don't yeah, even she's have. She's taking her headphones off. Where you came from? Go back where you came from. No. You can tell it hurts him so much. It is. Oh, leave so us alone. Painful. I I can still hear it yeah. through my fucking headphones, yeah. even though they're down by my lap. Oh, there it was. There was the big slap. It was so out of nowhere. It was out of place in that <gasps> scene, like, too. I mean, I know it's an old trope. He flinches and looks at him, and he gets all like, come on, motherfucker. No! And then he backs down. He's like. No. <laughs> Alternate ending, he just twists John Lithgow's head off. <laughs> or he just hits him back. <laughs> and kills him. Swipes his face well, off. Well, he, he hit the guy one, the the the, the, the French guy, and <laughs> yeah. his feet flip up above him. It was that. amazing. Is it over? <laughs> yeah, it's over. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here! You, <laughs> you freaking lied to me. No, it's over now. I, look, it's gone. I replayed it. <laughs> I just re- yeah, I replayed the, the whole thing. Was a trick. <laughs> the whole thing was a trick. Um, and then I have the real ending, like where they actually like fluffy end. And what are we gonna no. do now or whatever? Yeah, but it sucks. No. Who cares? Totally. Um, yeah. So I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Mandy, we already covered. You're not gonna watch this ever again, probably. No. I'll keep it on standby. You're probably done with this film, right? Yeah, I think I had a good run. Again, it's one of those things. Like, if I hadn't seen it, I'd be, you know, at least I did get to see it at least once. I feel like people should rewatch it. There mm-hmm. are definitely like redeeming things. Sure. But for me, my heart is too big for a <laughs> yeah. movie like this. I do think that, the, like, if you know anyone or a child who's like interested in like stage makeup or anything like 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 any of that like. Uh, light and sound magic type shit like this is a great movie to show them like what people can make out of like fucking foam rubber and just like little solenoid motors inside people's fucking (laughs) for its time it was it was way ahead of its time costume wise because I mean look at what else was going on in 1987 even Chewbacca like I felt like this oh your favorite movies yeah for Uh, sure I know right I felt like this was even he had more personality and way better than Chewbacca even yeah for sure Um, but yeah I mean a lot of things were still either you know stick movements or puppets m- yeah puppets, puppets marionettes a lot of shit that, yeah or or like really clunky prosthetics yeah. way too thick like they were just you you lose a lot of like the emotion from the actor when you're when you just stick mm-hmm. something to someone's face and then you just have to see what happens. I mean, it's just bendy rubber is all it is. So. I'm ready for the re-release where they CGI in Harry. <laughs> for sure. It looks like dog shit. I like actually, okay, so if you were going to remake this movie today. Um, Paul who, Rudd. I'd yeah. make it a crime drama. <laughs> just a real left turn. Who would you have play like George The, the and scene Nancy. opens on Harry just dead and we have to figure out who killed <laughs> Harry. <laughs> who would I have play George Henderson? Hmm. And like Nancy and Sarah the and like children and yeah. all that bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. 
That's a very good question. Let yeah, think about I that feel like these questions take some like yeah, yeah some, thought. some some thought because like the old guy, like the the two like hunters, you'd want to be like grizzled old sort of. I feel like one of them could be like Samuel L. Jackson yeah. type. It's <laughs> like we need too to get old, this motherfucker too old for this shit type situation for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, Steve Carell. Oh, oh my sure. God! Yes, that would totally he would work. be amazing. Yeah. Thank you. That is an um, uh, an amazing yeah, answer. Yeah. We don't get a for lot Nancy, of right? That's yeah, right. <laughs> no, for George or not George. Well, the, when the I thought actual, of <laughs> yeah. yeah, when Harry. I thought of the kids, because of the fact that it's set in the eighties, I automatically thought of the cast of Stranger Things. Okay, like okay. to play the the kids from so there. It's just Winona yeah. Ryder. Like, no, the kids. Mom could be Winona uh, Ryder. Maybe there you go. All right. uh I also have they did which I thought this was really fun again it's right in the beginning too which is a kind of a waste of a pretty good gag they did with the um, electronic window opening and closing on the car <laughs> yeah and then the, the 1982 wood like that was like an up- I thought that was a, like incredibly advanced technology yeah, it was certainly an upgrade time. for sure like they paid some extra money he called for it that. a classic but I'm like that's not yeah. a classic and he did treat like the car like it was this the greatest of all time but it literally was like falling apart by the end of the movie it was great <laughs> I love it um but I, yeah, they have the the gag with her be like, is, is it dad? Yes, it's dad. Are you sure? And then the window yes. just up and down. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, Actually, but I just, the I car reminded me of one of my favorite scenes. Okay. It was, uh, it, you'd, you'd think that in a lot of the 80s movies, they do that Monty Python style gag when they weren't trying to have it be a gag where they do the same thing where he's running across the field and it cuts and then he's running back across the field. Sure. There's a scene where he's in the car when he's driving to the Bigfoot museum thing yep. and he's seeing these street signs and he looks back over his shoulder and then it shows another street sign and then he looks back over his shoulder and he's got a map in his hand. But it's not the same clip. So they must have literally just told him, okay, so this time we want you to have the map in your hand, but do the exact same thing a bunch of times right in a row. But like, they're not, it was, that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part of the movie. I rewinded. I was like, is that the same clip or is what? I was like, no, he's got a map in his hand this time. This is different. different. We'll do it again. All right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's pretty much yeah. it. So uh, now it's time for plugs. What you got coming plugs. up? What's going on? Uh, my next show, my only show currently booked is uh, September 28th. It's a Saturday. I'll be opening for Robert Kelly at Shakespeare's Lower Level. Nice. With, uh, we love Bob Shakespeare's. Fredericks and Aaron Putnam. It's going to be nice. a great show. Uh, uh-huh. Tickets are on sale now at eventbrite.com. Or you go can find me in person, and I'll just give you one. There you go. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have like a like Facebook or? I do t- have a Facebook. Um, you can just look me up, Adam Summerfield. Facebook, just like it sounds. Yeah, spelled, spelled just like it sounds. Just like it sounds. Which is weird. People can't spell it. Which is <laughs> yeah, curious. <laughs> well, I I for sure was like, is it Summerfeld or yeah, is it Summerfelt? Yeah. <laughs> you get that one a lot. There's no T in it. There never was. Yeah. But uh, also, uh, I'll be starting a podcast of my own with Bob Fredericks. We Friend of the heard show, from Bob. him earlier. We did, uh, yeah. It's called Your Welcome Future Self. We're going to try to become less shitty people so one it's week just, at a time. Yeah. It's like a, a... One week at a time. Yeah, one week at a time. It's just a look at how you want to yeah. better yourselves over yep. time. And I then, love this. It just yeah, gives gonna, you more uh, accountability, right? Like yeah. if you have this to depend on, people know Absolutely. what you're dealing with and you can't back out. I refuse to improve unless I'm browbeaten. <laughs> sure. Is, is the thing. So. Uh, do you have a, like a date for when that's supposed to drop um, at all or anything? Or? We're recording some episodes now. We want to get a couple in the bank before we start releasing. It should be mid to late September. Good you idea. See it. Right. We, have, nice. uh, we have a Facebook page, probably a Twitter and an Instagram. Bob does Once you stuff. get that squared away up we and running, will. make sure you cut a 30 second ad for that. 
<laughs> send it over. <laughs> certainly will. To us. Once I can get comfortable with and, uh, Blanket like. Fort Studios. That's, right. That's true. There actually is blankets. Yes. Soundproof foam is very expensive. Yeah, but blankets <laughs> are super cheap. Yeah, but you can tell from this that we have zero things put up in this place. To, in fact, we there's just open cavities of home on either sides of us. <laughs> like this is not conducive for for the greatest sound no. quality at all. But Especially it still with someone good. like me who really cares about the sound. Like I'm sure. like. I uh, yeah, fuck I with this care. thing after we're done recording. I edit this down just for the sound quality sake of it. Uh, and yeah, it's a real bitch. So hopefully he's got everything squared away ahead of time. So it's not as much of a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, we love uh, Blanket Fort Studios. Yes. I'm pretty, pretty proud of Bob for getting we'll that up. Yes. We'll have to have you guys on. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we would love that. That just means I'd have to be accountable for some of my goals, which I'm not really comfortable with. So yeah. <laughs> you can do short-term ones. That's going to be another thing. Is me and Bob will both have a long Isn't term. your goal to get taller? Yes. For, for sure. your BMI? That's right. Yep. <laughs> someone, someone at my weight should be about nine and a half feet tall. So. <laughs> um, Matt, what do you have coming up? Oh, shit. I should have looked this up ahead That's of time. Okay. I got a I, lot of I, stuff coming up. Yeah, go ahead. You I say have, um, I only have a couple of things. I will be uh, the on September 14th. I will be at Lodo's. I'll be opening for Dan Curry and Pat Seaver and Robert Jenkins. Do we know when this is dropping? I am not sure. So if this <laughs> if this drops before then, which I'm thinking oh, it this will. This isn't live. Yeah, right. This <laughs> right. Is actually, yeah, if you guys want to call in, just no. Give. I think this will drop before then. Okay. Um, I don't think we. Well, because have... I have one on the sixth, so I want to make oh, sure. Oh, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, so I'll be there. I'm also co-hosting on the second, I don't know the date, but the second Saturday in October, I will be co-hosting a breast cancer benefit at Lowdown Comedy at Lodos in Portage. Um, and we're going to have... <laughs> I've got nipples, Fokker. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, I know for sure we're having um, Megan Coddington-Heath on. She's a friend of the show. Um, Leslie Battle will be there. It, it's going to be a, a super fun. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be ladies and tatas and all that good stuff. So Comedy check it out. Fest. It's the greatest of all time. Sold. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so I've got. Uh, I'm going to be. Which this will have already. Or this this will have passed by then. But I'm going to be hosting at Dr. Grin's on the 30th and 31st of August uh, at Raven Brewing in Cadillac on September 16th. The 14th is my. Show at the Waldorf Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club. We're going to have uh, Dave, Dave Dyer, Dyer. Wow. and Bob Fredericks. Nice. What, what? They're coming in uh, along with Elena Gonzalez and uh, Bill Morrison. We'll be doing that we show. We love Elena, friend of the show. I'll Thanks be, for listening. I'll be back at Dr. Grin's on September 18th, which I think is a Wednesday, for the Clean Comedy Time Showcase. It's all clean comedy. Uh, so I'm going to give that a whack and see what happens. I think it'll be great at no it. No Fs. Yeah, my comedy's pretty Oh yeah, pretty calm. So it should work out. It pretty could go good. either way. And then on September 24th, I'll be down in Mishawaka, Indiana. We're taking this goddamn thing across state lines <laughs> uh, at uh, the Smokestack Brew in uh, Mishawaka with Steve Iatt, who is amazing. If you've never seen Steve, go find him. Check that out, all, all of our Mishawaka people. And otherwise, you can get a hold of the show at another episode podcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at another episode podcast. I'm pretty excited about this time around our Instagram posts are all of our posters that we make for the show nice. so he does i'm such an amazing i'm job. going to take your face and replace it with uh, harry from harry and <laughs> thank god uh and i mean the other way around i'm going to take harry's face and replace it right. with yours right on the poster so we're going to redo <laughs> nice no that's what you should do find, <laughs> a, picture find a picture of adam him. and then replace it with harry and then we're good to go i should post the opposite i should take do one of them the right way and then take like it would be, be harry would doing be comedy yeah there you that go. would be incredible um yeah, so look out for those. Find them there. 
Uh, otherwise, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we always end this thing with uh, a clip. A clip. Do you have any more final thoughts at all? I'm Anything good. else? You good? All right. Okay. Thanks for set. listening, Thanks. everybody. Thank you so much, Adam, for coming out. But otherwise, we're going to cap this thing off with a little clip. And I saved a special one for last. This is the dirtiest clip I could find from this whole movie. <laughs> guys, get ready to listen for it. Here it goes. Really hairy. <laughs> 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 Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>